So we have Gracie Moses with us here and staying in tune. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Tell us, like, what is it that you do? Um, yeah, I'm a singer-songwriter. Um, mostly songwriter, but yeah, I sing. <laughs> Musician, artist, whatever, all yeah. the things. Someone said to me, we would love to know whoever you're interviewing how they got into music yeah yeah you have a story about that I was really really young so I feel that's a little (laughs) typical and generic my dad is sort of musical theater-y and my mom not musical at all um (laughs) but yeah I don't know I from a really young age I was a very excited eccentric kid and I was always kind of running around like on my tippy toes and like singing all the time. Amazing. Eventually, like, I think I was four when my parents were like, let's get her piano lessons. Um, And so I kind of, I guess I got into music that way. Um, I remember uh, (laughs) practicing piano and I remember my piano teacher being like, most kids hate practicing and I loved practicing. (laughs) So I remember that. And I would always kind of sing along as I was playing. I was, I've always been a very like auditory learner as a kid. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. That's so great that your parents got you in early, you know? Yeah, definitely. um, I learned in one of my psychology music psychology classes that the earlier you get involved in music, the better your like pitch development happens right. so like a lot of exactly. people can actually develop perfect pitch yes. from having training from below like five years old it's amazing I don't have that okay. <laughs> I have, like, very good relative pitch yeah and you also play the guitar yeah I actually picked up the guitar over quarantine so Wait. it's very new this last EP that I just released, um, the last song on it, I wrote on guitar. And it was the first time I've ever written on guitar. Wow. Um, yeah, like myself. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just, and then I just wrote another one actually, like literally last night on the guitar. And it's also a different <laughs> yeah. writing experience. I don't know, like there was one time I tried to write a song on the bass. I don't play the bass. I just try to like figure it out. And I feel well- like- yeah I feel like the song that came out was very different to the songs I write on piano so I was like whatever instrument you choose to write on it has a different energy so there's a different vibe to the song that you write totally 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 so like it's it's so interesting because I my guitar skills are so limited that I think it's it's kind of cool to write on guitar because I am not overthinking as much like with piano I'm like I think about all the theory and I'm like, oh, this is boring. Like I need to put in this chord, this chord, whatever to make it interesting. But with guitar, it's like, "Mm, I don't even know how to play any other chords. So I'm just going to make a song. (laughs) (laughs) So I was listening to your EP and I remember in class, this is how we actually met each other was in stealing from the master's (laughs) songwriting class. Um, such a good class such a good class and you played this song for us and I lost my mind I was like this is so beautiful and I couldn't wait for the EP to come out and I listened to wait wait, first of all what is the EP called it's called 22 22 Um, 22, it's 
Well, actually, because I turned 23, it's kind of, it's a summation of my 22nd year. Wow. That's beautiful. Yes. Thank you so much. And you have merch out (laughs) for that EP as well. I do have merch out. Yes. It's, I loved designing it. It's so fun. I just have like beanies right now and stickers, but yeah. What was your involvement in it? So you wrote everything? Did you produce it? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. So it's entirely self-written and self-produced. Wow. Um, I worked with my friend Josh on a couple of the songs, and um, and then I had it like professionally mixed and mastered. But yeah, you're so multi-talented. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it was. It was. It's sort of crazy to think about quarantine and just COVID times. Like it's it's so weird that we as musicians have been sort of forced to just sort of think differently, like think outside of the studio, if you will. Like it's, it's been, it's been a time, but it's, I've, I've really enjoyed producing outside of a studio space because there's a lot less pressure and um, I've just gotten to get better at it too, which is really satisfying. Um, Yeah. So it like forces you to kind of do do your own thing all by yourself, you know, which is really empowering. Totally. And like building those skills, I think had we not been in quarantine, would you have had that much time to do that and develop that? So how did you decide on like what songs you wanted to put in the EP and how do you decide usually when, you, when you're building, like you're going to release a song or you're going to release an EP? Like how do you go, okay, these are the songs? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that is such a <laughs> interesting question. I'm not a very old person, so I, you know, <laughs> I was saying this to my manager recently, like, I'm not the type of person to be like, you know, I have this song planned six months and then this, these two songs planned in like 10 months. Like, I can't do that. I'm very um, sort of... I like a quick turnaround. So, um, yeah, like the second song that's on the EP, like I wrote in our class. Um, so it was kind of quick. Um, and the other two were also written within like whatever, six months of the release. So, um, I guess it's kind of, for me, it was kind of, I was thinking about a project. I didn't know if I should do an EP or something else. Like I wasn't really sure. And um, these three songs just kind of, I felt were like so real and personal and not all the stuff that I write is. So I was kind of like, hmm, I think I'm ready to like put something out that's that's super real and authentic and personal. rather than my previous releases, which have kind of been more, I guess, to the audience in a way. Like, these three are more personal. There's this little thing that we like to do. What is a fun fact about you that you don't think anybody would know? I really like knitting. (laughs) Do you? That's amazing. What kind of things do you knit? Um. I love just knitting scarves and hats. I'm kind of basic, but I just find it so therapeutic. Yeah. So do you think you'd ever knit your own merch? I think you should do that. It's actually funny that you say that because 
when I, I also love embroidery. And when I first started playing shows when I was in like late high school, yeah. I'm playing a lot of like so far sounds shows. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of those. For sure. Um, yeah, they're like just smaller shows. And there's always an opportunity to have merch at those shows. And I, <laughs> I actually would go out and thrift like all these t-shirts and then wow. I broider like my name them sell them at shows <laughs> that is so that was that's but yeah it was really fun yeah <laughs> that's so clever as well and that means that each shirt is unique not one is the same that's true there's probably like 20 people in the world <laughs> with like those t-shirts oh my god there's a so. limited edition gracie moses merch so if you're one of those people out there in the world just like hold on to that So now you've got new music coming out. Yeah. So um, right now I basically just have this one single that's coming out this month. And um, I actually, this is the quickest turnaround I've ever had. Wow. <laughs> I actually wrote it like January, between like January 5th and January 7th is kind of when I finished it. And um, I showed it to my manager and she was like basically like you need to release this like in january <laughs> because it's wow. called january <laughs> and yeah so it's very it's a little bit different for me it's very singer songwriter e it's sort of sweet and it's it's different and it was really fun to just like delve into something so deep so quick yeah. um and yeah, I'm excited about it. It's cute. <laughs> I'm so excited. And like, honestly, listening to your music, it's so therapeutic. And you did, um, what was the Christmas song? Oh, Have Yourself a Very Little Christmas. Oh my God. <laughs> I wish I could um, release a Christmas song, but I'm Jewish. I mean, I could still. You should still do it. <laughs> it was actually so funny. One semester at Berkeley, I was taking a class, a performance class. And the teacher said, okay, guys, next week, you all have to sing a Christmas song and you'll, and you'll get like 10 extra points or something. Oh like my that. gosh. What did you sing? No. So I said to her, I said, I do not know one Christmas song. And she's like, you don't know one Christmas song. I'm like, no, I can sing a Hanukkah <laughs> song if you want. <laughs> she's like, you're telling me you don't know one Christmas song. So I said to her, listen, like... In, I can't learn it to the best of my ability in one week and like do it justice. It's going to sound terrible. So I'm going <gasps> to sing Adele. Yeah. Oh she my. was like, okay. What did you sing? Um, I think I sang Cold Shoulder. It was oh, from her album. Yeah. That is such a good album. One of the, uh, yeah, oh my God. It is. Your voice is like so, like, it's, you have that rasp that. Adele has like for sure thank you <laughs> she was like yeah. all I used to listen to when I was younger oh she's amazing okay I have another game this is Yay. called guess which singer songwriter said this oh my gosh okay gosh okay it might be quite difficult but it'll be interesting to like find out who said these things yeah okay. I have to get yeah Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. <laughs> Number one. I think one thing you probably probably say for all my albums is that they're all pretty eclectic pop. There's always a little bit of urban influence, some dance, a little bit of country, singer-songwriter, pop rock. I like everything. On every album, you can find that. I'll give you a clue as well about the songwriter. Yeah, please. She was one of the first people to win American Idols. Like Kelly Clarkson. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was the first, right? I oh, think was she was the, the first. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's amazing. I was going to say Carrie Underwood, so. Well done. You got it. Number two. I always saw myself as a singer-songwriter, a solo artist. That's why working with other artists was never satisfying for me. This is a, a male. He has a wife that is hilarious. She was a model. Still is kind of a model, but she cooks as well. And she's... John Legend? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I am killing it. You're killing it. <laughs> okay. This is the last one. I love it when people refer to me as a singer-songwriter. I get flutters in my stomach because they say, this is mm-mm, singer-songwriter, not this is mm-mm, winner of America's Got Talent. I'm so proud of that. It's such a big chapter of my life, but it's nice to kind of not be known as just that. Oh. So she, she, um, she was the winner of America's Got Talent. I, did, I never, young. like, watched that show. Oh, okay. She's young. She was young when she won. She came on with a ukulele. No, no. Grace <laughs> Van der Waal. Oh. Yeah. She's really good. Yeah, she's great. Great. What is your songwriting process? Because I was asked this like a couple weeks ago and I was like, hmm, I don't know. It's different every single time. So I, unless it's a co-write or I'm writing for somebody else, I almost always write lyrics first. Um, really? Yes. Like always. People are so surprised by that. <laughs> it's really difficult for me to sit down with a progression. Like I and I have done it, but it's hard for me to just like vibe with the progression and then like come up with what the song's about. Like yeah. I usually have lyrics. I also was really into poetry in high school and poetry oh. has always just been a really big part of like who I am. So yeah. I think I write it anyway. And eventually I kind of just started turning those into songs. So I think I guess because I kind of started that way. Everybody, but the, the thing is, there's no like right or wrong way of going about Like everybody has a different process. Totally. You know? That's amazing. Totally. I mean, sometimes sometimes I have lyrics already, but um, it's very, very rare for me. Like I have, mm -hmm. to, I have to have the chords and then I go through like the rhythm. And then once I have the rhythm, then I go lyrics, you know, mm -hmm. like it's. So that's very, very interesting. Do you have any <laughs> advice for like aspiring songwriters? Just to, I guess this, I don't know if this sounds basic or not, but um, I think it's really easy to get into a habit of like being judgmental of your own writing and of your yeah. own lyrics. And I think for a long time I was, I was so judgmental that I, it would kind of stump me from, yeah. from even writing. Um I'd be like, oh, that's stupid. I can't write that. If I had just been less judgmental, 
no, actually just write this, just write the song. You know, it can suck. It doesn't have to be good, but just write it anyway. Yeah. Um, I think just kind of going into writing with like a super open mind and lacking as much judgment as possible. Someone once said to me, the first like 50 to 100 songs you're going to write are not going to be the best. And then somebody True. also said to me, like a week ago they said your best songs haven't been written yet and I'm like you know what that actually like that gives me like a little bit of solace even if I feel like you know I've had a good song already going forward Mm -hmm. in the future there's still more to come and you're still growing and as a writer you develop these skills you hear other sounds and you're constantly collecting like data basically totally for songwriting and you just, it's always going to change and it's always going to be different. You might be influenced by something else. You might want to change your style. You might want to change the arrangement. You know, like it's endless, the possibility. Totally. So limiting yeah. yourself to the judgment voice in your head is like. Totally. Is got to get rid of that, which is really hard. Absolutely. It is. It's so hard, but it's, it's honestly, and it's a constant growth. But you know, I actually... I once did a class where we had to write in a diary every single morning to get rid of like the stuff that was going on in our heads. And it's called, there's a book called The Artist's Way. Oh, I love that book. I love, that's one of my favorite, literally one of my favorite pieces of literature of all time. (laughs) It's amazing, literally. So like, and then they speak about taking yourself out on a date. And that means like, just getting to know yourself and writing in the story every single day and it gets rid of writer's block because you're just letting things flow and there's not that judgment and they basically say when you're writing you do not stop your pen you just write whatever comes into your head you write it on the paper get it out there um and then when you can't think about what you're writing you can't think oh i need to write something beautiful amazing if a list a grocery list comes out comes out on the paper then that's you know then that's what you're writing you don't go back to it. Like yeah. you just dump it. Yeah. yeah. It means nothing. It literally yeah. means nothing, which is the that. coolest part. Do you find like there's other practices like outside of music that help you with music? I always have loved, I used to want to be a therapist actually. <laughs> um, and I just love hearing people's stories and uh in whatever capacity that means. So I just love people. <laughs> and I I love talking to people and I love I love hearing about people's experiences that I have never had or that I can't relate to, but that they have such a unique perspective. And I think I think people are really what inspire me like the most. So you wanted yeah. to be you wanted to be a therapist. So did you ever think of like studying psychology? So I did. I actually did. So I was at a liberal arts school for almost two years. um, And I was studying like, uh, I was studying something called critical social thought. um, But I was on the trajectory to kind of, I was in psych. It was in psych. And um, I was, yeah, I really thought I was going to be a therapist. And I dropped and took a year off and didn't think I would even go back to school yeah um and then I ended up at Berkeley and now I'm about to be done what made you want to return to music and not go to music school well I think uh I think I had been in denial a little bit 
I was kind of like, I I can't, I'm not one in a million. I can't make that work. Um, But then I sort of tried to not make it work and like, I couldn't really stay away. And it was just like such a big part of my life. And yeah, I took a lot of time to like reflect and like, I took a lot of time off of like life (laughs) and um yeah. And then uh, when I, I actually lived in England for a bit and was kind what? of really separating myself from everything. <laughs> and when I got back, uh, my brother was like, you need to audition and apply for Berkeley. Like you need to do that. Like music, you've decided that this is what you're going to do. Like do it to the max. Um, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to get in. Like, no, <laughs> but I'll try. Like, And it wasn't like so out of my way because I'm from Boston. So I was like, whatever, like, I'll just try. Yeah. Um, And then I got it in and I was like, okay. Wow. (laughs) Part of the reason I think I denied it for so long because I was like, I'm not a diva. Like, I don't, I have the worst performance anxiety. Like, I love to perform, but it's, it's not something like I can just have that be my only thing. Like, I was, and I'm not competitive at all like I don't like to push myself like in front of people and be like here I am like it's hard for me so I was like oh I'm not made for this but I think that there's so many avenues and nowadays there's so many platforms and so many ways to put yourself out there whereas Mm -hmm. in the past you had to have a record label that was backing you 100% you had to have a publisher now you can be both those things you know um it's a lot harder, but it's possible. It's really empowering to be able to do that and like for yourself, you know, yeah. Yeah. to run your own business as an artist. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on staying in tune. It was so, so lovely to speak with you. Oh, you too. Thank you literally so much. All right. Thank you.